Welcome to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm John. We're a couple of overweight barbecue enthusiasts trying to share our love for sweet, smoky food with the world. Thanks for hanging out with us as we talk about life, share recipes, successes, and failures that have all led to our love of cooking outdoors. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of Fat Guys with Smoker. I'm John. I'm here with Mike, as always, uh, and we're on to episode five, The Empire Strikes Back. We did. I don't know if there's a copyright infringement problem, if we call it that, but it just seems so fitting as we were typing up the show notes. So, It is the greatest episode ever. I agree. I mean, I feel like it's more of a respect thing, but I don't know. Well, we've officially either endeared... A whole new host of listeners or offended the ones that we have. So we'll see. Yeah, that's a good point. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Hey, so I was listening to the last episode, Uh huh. which we're going to talk about awkward things. <laughs> I'm not sure there's anything more awkward than driving around town listening to yourself talk on the radio. I thought the same thing. I got out. I was listening last night and I got out at Home Depot and I had just had it like sitting next to me in the seat. And was walking into Home Depot with it just blaring like an old person talking on their <laughs> speakerphone, you know? And I was like, oh, this probably seems so ridiculous. Anyway, sorry, go on. As I was listening, one, you talked about a propane tank ad that was not a propane tank ad. Yes. I saw the ad. I got all excited, opened it, <laughs> and almost wanted to send hate mail. The ultimate because I was so excited, man. What a jerk! It's a picture of this like kind of kind of rusted. Like it's just got a good patina on it. Like Mm -hmm. tank sitting out in a field says it's a hundred dollars. And I was ready to like call the guy. I was like, I'm on my way. Like, can you do you have a forklift? Can you lift it for me? Yeah. It was it was a heartbreaker. Yeah, just a guy looking for one. But failed to mention that in the title. Yeah. Obviously, was. this isn't the first time people have confused it because he <laughs> says in the message, read before calling. Yeah. But anyway. So now I just hope I find one before he does. Right? I hope he doesn't find one. That's rude. I hope everyone finds one. Finds what they're looking for. You know? Um, but now that we've we've had that conversation, I did have... A strike of genius, or at least something that I think could be pretty cool to try. Go on. Um, you made the comment that since we've had barrels, people have been using them to cook in. Right. And I don't know why I thought about this. Actually, I do. I saw a recipe for cedar plank salmon earlier in the day. Oh, yeah. Okay. I need to get my hands on a whiskey barrel. And I want to use the whiskey barrel as the barrel... To cook in. Interesting. Like, I mean, it's a really big trend right now for pellet grills to use whiskey barrels that have been turned into pellets. Oh. To, to smoke with. Because, I mean, whiskey sits for decades in a barrel. <clears throat> ah, sorry, as I lose my voice here. Um, Whiskey sits for decades in the barrel and the wood absorbs all of these flavors and stuff. And then 
use that and see if you could, similar to a cedar plank salmon, draw some of the flavor from the barrel itself out as you cooked in it. Interesting. So here's my question, because in my mind, I just see a wooden barrel on fire, you know, (laughs) that I'm trying to cook something inside. How would you mitigate that? I don't know. Um, one, I'd go low and slow. Sure. Like, so I wouldn't be over 225. Uh huh. And I probably would use a metal plate to set the barrel on top of. Okay. So it's not sitting on wood. Right. And I mean, with charcoal baskets in the bottom, usually you lift them up off of the bottom of a drum mm-hmm. anyway. So. And whiskey barrel, like, they're wider. Like, they're bigger than your normal 55 gallon drum. That I think you could do it. I don't think you could get it screaming hot, mm-hmm. but I think you could do it. And even if you had to, you know, spray the barrel a little bit on the outside. Yeah. Sorry. I keep, I'm desperately trying not to cough this episode. I've been, no, I've got this stupid dry little embrace cough I can't it, get rid John. of. Embrace it. Well, now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of those smoke houses from back in the day were just made out of wood. Yeah. They're cedar plank smokes. Yeah. I'm going to make the, I think that we're going to go five for five on this. Um, what is, I don't know what that means. I'm going to mention Danny again. Danny, oh, yeah. Danny was talking to me the other day about building a cedar plank smokehouse. Hmm. So do you just put the fire in the middle of the smokehouse? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Well, a quick Google search will probably help us on that. Okay. Well, I'm down for checking this idea out. Yeah. I'm not against it. Neither of us drink whiskey. At least, hopefully. I, um, I don't drink whiskey. You don't drink whiskey. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make sure I didn't want to out you or anything. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I would be totally down for this. It sounds just quirky enough that I'm into it, you know? Nice. Hmm. Well, we... Uh, so this is episode five, like John said, and we have a cult following. I don't know what a cult following even is, but we've got a few people that listen more than just our wives, more than just our wives. And I think cult following is, is appropriate because there are some people that are getting pretty into this. <laughs> yeah. Like we get texts or messages. I mean, and most of these people we know personally, it's not like we're connecting worldwide yet. Keyword yet. Uh, we do. We do have listeners showing up in Canada. Oh. As well as Germany. Are you serious? I mean, it, it could just be that they've got a. They're spoofing their IP address, or Apple will do that for you right on your okay. iPhone so it makes it look like you're somewhere else. Okay. Well, hey, let's but, go with it. Hey, somebody from Germany listened to our podcast. Yeah. Al Fiederzane, my friends. Welcome. Guten Tag. Yeah, that's awesome. My brother speaks German. We should record an intro in German for our German listeners. I'm down. That would be awesome. (laughs) But anyway, we were, uh, we thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of, I mean, like I say, we have few listeners. Hopefully it's, it's growing, but we have a few people that comment and we thought it would be kind of fun to read their comments on our episode. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Why don't you go first, John? Okay, um, this was a, a message from, like Mike said, one of our f- friends here in the neighborhood, Karen, not an actual Karen. No, she's so sweet. Awesome lady. Yeah. Uh, wanted us to share a helpful hint in 
this is true. I think I talked a, a little bit about this with my buddy Spencer. Um, her tip is if you do the cooking and clean up after yourself, your wife will be less likely to notice how expensive your new habit is. Hmm. Do you feel like this is a passive aggressive comment toward her husband? Not just us. I, I wanted to share the comment just in case if it was <laughs> Eric. Clean up your mess, bro. Clean up your mess. <laughs> oh, they're good people. Um, our friend Spencer, also in the neighborhood, more of a, what generation would you call him? Gen Z? Is that what they'd be? I don't even know what today's generation is. I don't know either. I always say millennials, and then I realize that we're like on the upper end of millennials, and I refuse to be grouped together with some of my high school <laughs> students. So whatever he is, good kid. But he said, uh, this was after the episode with the pig where we talked about the body in the freezer. He said, pretty much my favorite true crime podcast episode, LMAO, which I believe means Little Man and Others. Is that accurate? Uh, It's a family show, so yes. Okay, yeah. Anyway, thanks, Spencer. Appreciate your, your input. There you go. You should do the next one. It's your sister. Oh, yeah. This is Megan E56 left a comment. Uh, She's my sister-in-law. She says, awesome job, guys. Just the thing I needed to get me through my very demanding crossing guard gig this morning. Also, where can I get the fat guy belly? We need to get the merch together and start producing these fat guy bellies. That'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just thinking about the, you remember the movie, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Where the dad makes the daughter yes. walk around wearing You're the... going to wear the belly. <laughs> yeah. No, dad. Before I'm... she goes on her date. That's <laughs> I forgot all about that. Those are the bellies that we're going to sell. Yes. And I feel like we should have like pockets for spices and seasonings and carrying your barbecue utensils. It could double as an apron, but weigh 40 pounds. I feel like this is a win-win situation. This is. Grill and get a workout. All right, the last one. (laughs) I'm glad we talked about this being a family show because I hadn't caught the innuendo in the screen name. (laughs) Uh, We'll just start with the first part. It's from Yayit. Best podcast on an app I have ever heard. Thanks, Yayit. Yeah, we appreciate appreciate it, Yayit. Appreciate you listening, bud. Awesome. All right, um, so as we've talked about what we want to do with the podcast, things we want to share, today we're going to talk about recipes, but we also wanted to talk about other great content and accounts that are out there. Um, so I've got a shout-out. You've got one. Mm-hmm. Why don't you do yours? Sure. Yeah, and, and like you said, like I feel like both of us have learned from watching other people, watching their content, and so I feel like it's only fitting that as we – talk about this to make sure that we kind of recognize those guys. So today my shout out, I mean, I could do Malcolm Reed every week, but I feel like that would be less um, interesting. So my shout out today is uh, Derek over at Over the Fire Cooking. I love his videos and he has some pretty cool, like legitimate over the fire grills that it looks like he just has built in his backyard or something. And I mean, he does some incredible stuff. It's more than just burgers and dogs. Like I watched one where he made like 
lobster tail and a surf and turf. And I mean, he does some very creative and incredible things. He's got, uh, I know he's got at least one cookbook out. I feel like he's got two, but he just released another one. I mean, he's awesome. And so I love watching his stuff and hope to, I don't know how he has the time to make that many videos and pictures, but I'm really glad he does. Cause I, I mean, I could watch it all day. So well, I think it's, it helps when I take myself off of mute there. I forgot there was a mute button. I'm just, I'm fighting the scoff, man. I mm. can't, can't get it out of my throat. Just embrace it, man. Um, that's because Derek's arrived. I think this is what he does for his full-time living. Yeah, I mean, he's that's, got, that's true. That's why he has time. He's got cookbooks, he's got spices, and he gets to do content yeah. all day. Which, we're going to talk about this in a minute. I don't know if I want to do content all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we will talk about that. So, um, Mine is an, a school teacher after your own heart, Mike. Hey-o! Um, Adam at This Jew Can Q. Oh, that's borderline uncomfortable to say. His, his <laughs> handle, I didn't give it to him, but he's uh, he's fantastic, um, and a super personable guy. I've like I've DM'd with him a couple of times. Oh, really? Um, yeah, just asking him questions. He's engaged on my posts on on my other Instagram account, Hayden Barbecue. Hmm. Um, was especially as I was like trying to get into content and like having an Instagram account just for my barbecue. Uh-huh. He was really like motivational, reached out and was like, Hey, this is good stuff. You know, comments back and forth that when you've got someone who's got, you know, tons and tons of followers like he does and they're recognizing you and commenting. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's awesome. That's awesome and impressive. Like that he would take the time to do that. That's really cool. Yeah. And he, uh, he recently came out with a cookbook, I think last summer, that's got a ton of great stuff. And he's got spices too. He's got one, it's garlic junkie, that is heavy garlic, heavy pepper and salt that is just, it is the best steak seasoning. If you like Montreal's steak seasoning, hmm. this is that on a higher level. What is different about Montreal steak seasoning as opposed to just regular steak seasoning? Uh, it's, I assume it comes from Montreal, but it's just, it's got some other, it's got just like a specific spices. flavor profile in it to make it Montreal. Very cool. Like, uh, yeah. So. Very okay. cool. Well, shout out to those guys. And when you hear the ice clicking around, it's time for us to shout out to our reverse sponsor. Yeah. We want to. <clears throat> pause for sponsor reverse sponsor identification <laughs> reminder reverse by sponsor because we still pay for our yeah. drinks maverick still worth it but i mean we wouldn't mind if we didn't have to yep so maverick adventures first stop <laughs> oh maverick well <clears throat> i was thinking today we should focus a little bit more on recipes. I feel like we've talked about our smokers. We've talked about how we got into this, our intros, our uh, inspiration. Um, but there's so many recipes online. There's so many options for recipes. Uh, there's so many different types of recipes. So just kind of in general, John, as you're looking to cook something, what's a good recipe look like? 
slash like what does it include? How detailed do you want to get? So with barbecue recipes specifically, mm-hmm. I like a pirate's handbook. I don't know what that means. You need to watch Pirates of the Caribbean with your kids today. Well, I have, but when do they talk about that? They're more of guidelines oh, than gotcha. rules. Oh, gotcha. The code. The code. The code. Ah, I tried to make it funny and I screwed it up. Yeah, you nailed it, man. <clears throat> I screwed it up. I'm sorry. Um, So, I like it when it says these are the flavors we're using. Um, and it talks about temperatures, general rules on time. Mm-hmm. One of the things I think, especially as you're getting started in barbecue, people get tripped up with is they want it to be like a cookie recipe. Mm -hmm. Put three eggs, a cup of brown sugar, a cup of white sugar. Half a teaspoon of this and that. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is like when you add vanilla. If you're measuring your vanilla to one teaspoon, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) Use the teaspoon, let it pour over. More is better. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Especially on time. Time's a guideline in barbecue. Mm -hmm. You should be cooking to temperature and you should be cooking to feel. Because every piece of meat is different. Yeah. Even the same cut. Mm -hmm. Even the same cut, same size could cook totally differently. Mike and I are both fat. We're different fat. Yeah. Like it. Every pig is a little bit different. Every cow is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, So you've you've got to follow more guideline than hard rule. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, for seasonings, I do like it when they put like measurements so that you get the ratios right. 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 But then I always tweak it. I always change it a little bit. Well, and I feel like you have your own seasonings that you like. So I love it when I hear recipes that people are like, use whatever you want, but this is what I use. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like that. And then, I like I like it when there's a video that goes with it and you can kind of see how they're doing it. Yes. Um, barbecue, we've talked about, it's regional. I grew up all over the country. Uh-huh. We talk different depending on where we live and who we're hanging out with yeah. and, and what's going on. So even the way something's written sometimes, like it helps to have a visual and a quick video. Uh-huh. Um, and then... And then have the recipe you can reference after you've watched a video. Yeah, I agree. I love watching the videos. And I feel like that's, I don't know, maybe I just have too much ADD to just read a recipe and then go and do it. Like I love, I have to see it done and be like, oh, okay, that's what that means. Or sometimes there's words that I don't know, like Julian, your peppers or whatever. And it's good to see people do it. And I don't know. That's probably a good point. I'm way more likely to watch a five-minute YouTube video than I am to actually read the entire recipe in detail. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and one of the most frustrating things is when you look up a recipe online, you see, like, I mean, the there's, like, 18 pages of, like, <laughs> when I was growing up, my grandma used to make these, and it, I don't know. Like, that's awesome. I just want the recipe. So... Oh, yeah. I'd much prefer to just watch a quick video, and then I can skip that part (laughs) if they throw it in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I was thinking about the same thing of 
the jump to recipe button if it's not there like i skipped the website uh-huh and then i was like do i want to say that because <laughs> like we do a podcast um like hopefully people are listening to that those guys chose to do a blog <laughs> instead right. of a podcast like i'm sure they wish people would read that yeah yeah that's um, true that's a good point but no i like i'm with you i'm i'm lazy i hate scrolling through all of that stuff and mm-hmm. I read, I read the recipe too fast, and I'm forever like missing something that's at the bottom of a paragraph of directions. Right. So, and I'm always like going back to it as I'm going through something. Like maybe I'll think, oh yeah, I got this, and then halfway through, I'm like, crap, what did they say to do about that? And I've got to get back to the recipe. I got to scroll through all the stories about grandma growing up on the farm and how yep. this origin story. So I like to just be able to see it. Or go right to the video where I can see exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, for sure. So, what's your? Let's maybe go greatest fail and greatest success. Oh, <laughs> playing with a recipe. So you talked about how you love when people are like, "Yeah, make it your own." Uh huh. You ever had one that just like oh, totally dude. blew up in your dude. face? All right. So here's the story. I love um, the wings from Domino's they're I mean they're about an inch big but the sauce they put on them they have this mango habanero sauce that I'm really into so good I was like I've had the wings at Domino's they're not that great yeah they're not and really I've since had they were like the first wings I ever had and I've since had other wings but the mango habanero now makes sense yeah no hate on Domino's but their mango habanero sauce is killer and I loved it and so I was thinking one day I was like man I wonder if you could play with those sauces and make like pulled pork with mango habanero, um, it seemed like it would be a great idea. Well, this, and I mean, part of this is circumstantial. The problem was this was the cook where my power flickered in the middle of the night and my, um, my smoker just turned off. And so I ended up throwing my butt away. I had another one in the, in the, fridge and we had to cook it in the instant pot so i think that was part of the issue and then i just took a bottle of mango habanero sauce from buffalo wild wings that i got at at the grocery store and just dumped it in and as i shredded the pork and it was terrible like it was the worst thing and it's not because of the bad sauce or anything i think i put way too much in there and i mean my family, those that would try it, were so nice, but I think they were like, oh my gosh. Like, it was so spicy, but it was mostly just gross. Like, there was just way too much sauce to pork ratio. The pork wasn't, like, beautifully shredded or anything. It was kind of tough, and it just, man, it was bad. I have never gone back to the mango habanero. I'd like to revisit it sometime, but I just have a sour taste in my mouth for it. I'm not sure how I could make that work, but... I would say that was my biggest experimental failure to date. And I'm sure there's, I mean, and there's been plenty and there will be plenty more. But I feel like that's part of the fun of barbecue is you experiment, learn what you like, learn what you don't like. Every good recipe, I feel like, had to have started out as an experiment. Yeah. So, what about you? Biggest fail? Biggest success? Um, I've had some pretty big fails but most of them are just like on my own stupidity like 
I put tablespoons of salt instead of teaspoons of salt. And oh yeah. That uh that'll do it. That screws some stuff up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um I think maybe the biggest success at least as far as my kids are concerned. Mm-hmm. Um we, we talked about this one smoked cream cheese when we went cinnamon sugar and apple pie filling. Oh yeah. Like they were out of their minds. They thought it was so good. Did you see that somewhere or did you just come up with it? So <clears throat> Matt Pittman. There we go. Right. Five for five again. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the smoke cream cheese from him first. Okay. But like he, sugary smoke cream cheese? No, like it was safe. Just regular. Okay. Yeah, regular. And then we started thinking about like, well, why wouldn't this work? Like cinnamon sugar is good with cream cheese. It's, you know. Yeah. Um. So we we just tried it and it was awesome. Hmm. Yeah, I still haven't tried that. I need to try that out. That sounds amazing, dude. So easy, hmm. so easy, and you're missing out. Well, um, we're launching this podcast. We're trying to get the word out. Creating content. Oh my gosh, is the worst thing I've ever done in my life, and I'm. I mean, I haven't even delved into the video or anything. I'm just not super big. I think social media is great. I think it's an awesome tool. I love connecting with people. I am. It is so opposite my personality to be like, oh my gosh, everyone. We dropped this podcast. Look at me. I'm so excited. Like and follow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the hard thing for me is making the content and... We'll talk about, I'll tell a story here in a second Mm -hmm. about how awkward trying to make content is, (laughs) but my, like my fit, I love interacting. Like I am a type A personality. I'm, I am more extrovert than I am introvert. Mm, That's where we differ. I think the older I get, the more introvert (laughs) I get because I'm just like, oh, people. Yeah. People. (laughs) See, I feel like I've been like that since high school. I need to get over Um, it. But I love the interactions. Like part of why doing this podcast is fun is like I'm hanging out with my buddy. We're, you know, talking back and forth, having a conversation and at least making the content is all one-sided. Yeah. And I don't want to just get up and monologue. <laughs> yeah, right. But right. the by far the worst part of all of it <laughs> are the looks that people give you while you're doing it. Tell us about Costco, John. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> last episode we talked about city slicker hunts um that like when I went upstairs and told my kids like, "Hey, we're going on a city slicker." Like everyone was like we're going on a hunt. Like everyone was so excited about it. Um, even my wife was like getting into it. Haley was like, all right, let's go. And I was oh, like, wow. Yeah. Well, and even more impressive. I said, well, you know, what do you want to eat tomorrow? And she's like, let's get tri-tip. Oh, which dude, I love beef. Huge fan. I would eat steak every day for every meal. I don't think you'd get sick of it. No, people, people say you would. I don't think I would. I think they're full crap. I could eat ribeye for a long time. I'm convinced that's one of the reasons why beef is a little expensive, so that we don't eat it every day. Yeah. Um, Haley is not a beef lover. Hmm. 
She, I mean, she'll eat it. She enjoys it. She appreciates it. But given her choice, she's probably picking a pork chop or chicken or. Mm-hmm. I am almost always going to pick the the ribeye. Sure. Um. So I was all excited about this, and I was like, "Hey, like, everything's content, sweetheart. Like, we're we're kicking off this podcast. We need content for for Instagram." Ugh. And I've never done reels. I wanted to do kind of like this time lapse reel, which is still getting put together. We'll we'll share it, you know, as we launch this podcast mm-hmm. or launch this episode of the podcast. Podcast. Okay. Um. So like she's taking video as we're driving through the driving through the neighborhood on our way to Costco, um, and then I took the phone from her when we got to Costco. Mm-hmm. And I'm like trying to record walking into Costco. And then I was recording. This was the most painful hundred yards I have ever walked in my entire life. (laughs) I walked from where they check your card Uh back to the meat counter. And, you you know, filming the whole time. Yeah. So you, you see these transitions where like you go really close up to an object and then you back off of the object and you're somewhere else. Uh I walked from the front of the store. (laughs) <laughs> holding my phone oh my gosh at my like at chest level <laughs> so walking. not even like faking looking at it you just no man held like, it at chest I mean, level. <laughs> so i i just had shoulder surgery so i had i had one arm in a sling my other arm was like trying to hide behind the sling a little bit but like very clearly holding my phone saw a guy from work who was like staring at me like what are you doing? You, uh, you don't even acknowledge just like no, like in the I, middle I filming. Didn't, I didn't man. look. I didn't look at anybody, man. I walked. Oh my God. I walked straight with a purpose to the to the the meat area, to the cooler where the tri tip was. Dropped it and like picked up the meat. And was like we've got to leave right now. Immediately I, out. I, I can't do this. I'm like we're leaving. Leaving now. Let's go. Um, and of course, we had like other things to. You can't ever walk into Costco and buy one thing. That was a, you know, two hundred dollar <laughs> trip. Plus, everyone that like had seen me was like, I was getting looks the entire time. I was. Everybody's like, "Where's the phone now, big guy? What's going on?" So these girls that go and like dance in the middle of city streets and like, yeah, I. The self confidence you have to have to oh, be a seriously concrete, like you like, can't care about anyone. Or their opinion of you if you're going to be doing that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to get, like, bashed online and have someone tell you, like, how terrible you are in the comments. Like, uh-huh. doesn't bother me. Like, if it's yeah, that whatever. bad, I just go, delete. Yeah. Like, doesn't bother me at all. In person. Oh, my gosh. Man, I, and, like, I'm I'm a fairly confident person. Like, I, I get up and talk in front of large groups all the time. Yeah. Doesn't bother me at all. Uh-huh. That was the most painful, humiliating hundred like hundred yard walk I have ever made in my life. Well, and that is why I agreed to make a podcast with you because we share that sentiment. And once upon a time, I split my pants open on the other side of campus and had to walk across campus between classes with everybody trying to cover my fat butt with my underwear hanging out as I as I went back to my dorm to change. <laughs> and this 
What's worse than that? <laughs> I would walk without pants across a college campus. Then through Costco. Holding with a phone, phone. up. <laughs> That's funny. My first year teaching, I uh, I snagged my pants on a corner of a filing cabinet, ripped them, like, huge hole. I teach ninth grade. The kids, it was a riot. And I just, like, duct taped it up and went back to teaching, and it was fine. I would still rather relive that day five times than take a selfie with you outside of Maverick with everybody <laughs> looking at us. <laughs> hey, at least... So we did that this morning. Yeah. It's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anyone like in the parking lot, man. This was Costco <laughs> on a Saturday morning. It was packed. <sighs> what were you thinking? I had... Oh, it better be an awesome reel at least. Do it for the gram. That's all I kept thinking in my head. <laughs> Do it for the gram. I haven't heard that forever. <laughs> <laughs> Do it for the gram. Um, oh. Yeah. So it. <clears throat> we bought the tri-tip though. Mm. Um and I think this is like this is one of the great parts of about smoking that sometimes gets pushed to the side. Everyone thinks about cooking a whole hog in fourteen hours and or an overnight brisket and how much work it is and how big it is. Mm-hmm. It can be a quick cook. It can be good. Um, yeah, and even we just talked about experimenting, but you don't even have to experiment. You can just do a straight up thing that you do all the time and it's still amazing and it's still fun i feel like you know sometimes people get in over their head like well what am what do i have to do it differently what do i got to do and i don't feel like that's the case at all yeah so this try tip um if anyone's looking for a simple awesome meal try tip roast there's very little trimming you have to do on a try tip honestly you could do none and you'd be just fine Mm mm-hmm there's a little bit of extra fat and a little bit of silver skin that I took off of these. Um, hit it with rub of choice. Um, I think I used the Traeger jerky rub on on this one. Okay. But it goes out onto the smoker. 225. It's a normally about two hours for a three and a half pound, four pound roast. Got it up to 128. Okay. I know it was 128 because I used my new meter um, thermometer that oh, I got yeah. for Christmas. You should review those or something. Yeah. It, I'm curious to hear what you think about that. First cook was awesome. Like, mm. it was super simple and, and worked well. Hmm. Um, but 225 went up to 128, had my gas grill that was screaming hot, dropped it on on there for four minutes aside and then let it rest for 20 minutes before we sliced it. Had it with fresh green beans that had uh, a garlic and herb seasoning on them mm. and then mashed potatoes. Money. Money. That's a great meal. Have you ever uh, cooked a tri-tip brisket style? I have not. I've seen a couple of posts recently uh-huh. um, where people have done that. But I, I haven't. Last Christmas, I did two of them. And I cooked one brisket style and one just just like you did. Kind of the reverse sear. Um, and I liked them both. I preferred the reverse sear method. The brisket style was good. It wasn't as good as brisket, but it was really pretty good. So but. when you say brisket style, you mean 
up to 160. Yeah. Wrap it. Wrap it. Cook it. Cook to- it to 200. And and then you slice it like a brisket. And I think that's the key. You have to slice it. I mean, we're talking quarter inch thick slices as opposed to uh, reverse here. I like to cut them almost paper thin and eat it that way. But it was good. But anyway, I yeah. do both ways. Yeah. So that that was the the result of the city city slicker hunt <laughs> that we did. Was uh, it worth the video? I'm still editing it. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think it's going to be great. In my mind, it's great. Um, but yeah, fetch, man. <laughs> oh, that. I mean, I laugh, but I would be beat red the entire time. Like just let's like you said, we gotta get out of here immediately. <laughs> Grab the meat, go to the counter, and out. Yeah, yeah. It was. I'm glad that's over. Yeah. When the reel comes out, everyone better like, <laughs> like, share, all the things. It better go viral. <laughs> it needs to explode so that otherwise I'm never the, doing this I was again. Gonna say the only way we do anything <laughs> like that ever again. Um. What'd you learn from your cook? Anything different? Anything new? Uh, you know, I've done this so many times that it, it's pretty automatic on on tri-tip. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, I think what I've learned and I continue to cement, the rest after a cook is so important. Oh, yeah. You have to rest your meat before you cut it. Mm-hmm. So in that, you know, when you cook something like think about a steak Mm -hmm. the more well done it is the tougher the meat gets like as you heat something up you're pulling you're you know cooking moisture out of it Mm -hmm. the meat that muscle is tensing up yeah when it comes off the heat and you rest it Mm -hmm. just like after you work out things relax and they go they start to get soft the the juice that's still in the meat starts to redistribute Mm mm-hmm you have to rest your after your cook. How long do you rest it? Uh, I say at least fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, I think I was closer to a half hour, mm-hmm. and like it stays warm. Yeah, you put it on a plate, you cover it in foil, um, or I guess in this case, I put it on a on a cutting board, put it on, and it just sat on the counter. Yeah, and it was fine. Like it was great. Yeah. Um, I learned that with a turkey. Like, if you just yes. cut right into a turkey... It'll be dry. Yeah, you're losing so much. But if you let it sit for a minute, it's so much better. And that's true. I don't think there's anything that that's not the case. Maybe a burger, but everything is so much better if you rest it a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. And burgers, like, that should, there's going to be fat in those, and yeah. you should be fine. Mm-hmm. Cook your meat all the way on burgers. Yeah. No medium rare burgers. Yeah, don't, don't be doing do that. <laughs> Okay, well, that's what I cooked. You tried something this week. I did. And immediately I thought it was a failure, and the more I've thought about it, the more I'm into it. So we talked on a previous episode about egg rolls. Um, so I I served a mission for my church in Wisconsin for two years uh, with the Hmong people. Uh, if you don't know what that is, you can look it up. I'm not going to go deep into it because I'm afraid I'll say something wrong. But um, So learn to speak Hmong, 
ate Hmong food with the people, uh, amazing people and amazing food. But one of the things that they make is their egg rolls that everybody loves. Um, and I've made them since. Uh, I was taught by a bunch of old Hmong ladies how to make it. I mean, I'm pretty good at it. But we were talking last time about egg rolls, and I wanted to take kind of a barbecue spin on it. So I watched a couple of YouTube videos, and there's not a lot out there. There's a few things, but there's not a lot out there. What I wanted to really try was to smoke the egg rolls instead of fry them. Um... I mean, for one, obviously it's a little more healthy, but sec mostly I just wanted to try it and see what it would look like. So I, th I mean, like I say, I've learned a lot, but I'll just tell you what I did. So I took some pulled pork out of the freezer. I had maybe about a pound, uh, and I mixed that with some coleslaw, just a coleslaw mix that I bought at the store, a little bit of cilantro, uh, threw in some, uh, oyster sauce, um, and a little bit, and usually I just use like salt and pepper, but I used a barbecue rub instead, the same barbecue rub that I used on the pulled pork that was in there. So it's the barbecue rub from killer hogs. Shout out to Malcolm Reed. And, uh, anyway, just kind of mixed it all up, rolled it up and, um, got ready to smoke it. And, I realized that there had to be a little bit of oil in it, you know? And so I brushed some oil on top of the egg rolls on both sides and fired up my Vortex for my Weber kettle. Um, and for those of you that don't know, the Vortex, I don't know, it kind of looks like the cone of shame that they put on dogs when I they can't lick themselves. I always think of it as a volcano. Yeah, or a volcano. <laughs> That's probably better than... <laughs> Then dog disease <laughs> probably don't want to get people thinking of that. Uh, anyway, you put it in the middle of your Weber. Uh, you fill it with charcoal. All the heat is kind of focused into like, I kind of view it as like a pillar going straight up. It hits the top of the Weber, comes around, and it's almost like an air fryer at that point. Like it gets hot. It's like a convection oven. And it's really pretty cool, and you can do some cool stuff with it. Um, anyway, so that's what I use to smoked by egg rolls. I put them on there after I brushed them with a little bit of oil, put them on there, um, waited 10 minutes, flipped them over. Uh, and it actually did a pretty good job of crisping up the egg rolls. Um, my beef with it was that initially, and I was kind of running late. I promised my kids we could go to the high school basketball game. So we were going to go to that. And so I, I got them off the grill. I tried one of them. It was meh, and I left. Um, and my wife stayed home. She put them in the fridge and, and got the baby to sleep and stuff. But um, I ate them again yesterday, and I was a little more excited. I think part of the problem is when you fry something, you can hide a lot of lack of flavor because the oil kind of takes over for it, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. And so I think that the flavor has got to be a little more bold inside the egg roll. Uh, and I think I needed more meat. I put way too much cabbage to cabbage mm. and carrot to meat ratio. And I don't even know if I need cabbage and carrots. I was watching a video where people use like cheesy grits or something like that, a little more barbecue style. So did you just use 
the coleslaw mix or did you put coleslaw dressing on it? I just used the coleslaw mix. I thought about putting the coleslaw dressing, but I didn't want to mix too many weird flavors. But I think next time I'd put the dressing on there because that's delicious on like a pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, that's where my mind went is. Yeah, I think it'd be good. Yeah, I think so too. I think I just need to tone it down a little bit. And like I just used pulled pork I had in the freezer. It was a small, tiny bag. I think it needs to have way more pork to slaw ratio. But I'm going to try it again. I think it could work okay. So. Okay. Mid-experiment currently. So. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I am emotionally invested. (laughs) Because I want barbecue pork rolls. Yeah. Egg rolls. So freaking bad. (laughs) Ever since we've talked about this. I think, uh, yeah, I think they'll be really good. Like I say, I learned a lot that first time, but I will say, like, I just popped one in my mouth last night, didn't heat it up or anything, and you can taste the smoke. It's actually really good. I think I just need to fix some things, so. But it was fun. That's awesome. It was fun. And that's cool that the <laughs> that the that the Vortex worked and crisped them up. I didn't know if it would... Yeah. I didn't know if it would work or if they'd just end up being sooty. Yeah. No, it worked out good. The edges, where it was a little bit closer to the cone, got a little crispier. Uh, so when you flip them, you have to flip them end over end, you know, so yeah. the other end is closer to it. But yeah, it actually worked better than I thought. I thought it was going to be a massive fail. So worked a lot better, but still some tweaks that I need to work out. Very cool. And then I'll drop the video and we'll go viral and we'll film us going to Costco and getting angle <laughs> <laughs> we need to just send our kids in with the phone my kids have no shame like they're totally fine i mean damon's been making youtube videos since he was four just like like and subscribe and just no shame did uh did he tell you what he and charlie are planning no yikes <laughs> so our our oldest <clears throat> our oldest boys are in the same uh Third, fourth grade class. Fourth grade, yeah. Oh, I almost screwed that up. I would have heard about that. Yeah. Um, they have to do like twelve thousand book reports. Oh, seriously? Like I swear it's like four a week. <laughs> it, I think it's every other week they've got to turn one in. Man. Hmm. Um, they're they're both going to read the same book. Mm-hmm. And I I think they've got to get this cleared from their teacher. Uh huh. They want to do a podcast episode. That would be sick. That's what I said. I was like, I'm so proud. I feel like we would even have to drop it on here so people could enjoy it like we will. That's awesome. Oh, I absolutely. I'm down. <laughs> that will be our episode for the week. We'll have a special episode just for those two. Oh, that's awesome. That'll be fun. Well, you know what that sound means, Mike? That means the drinks are gone, and as is the conversation, I'm afraid. Yeah, we've uh, we've reached that point in the conversation where the adventure has come to an end this week. Um, so it's been a fun conversation. Yeah. Uh, everyone can just imagine the fat guy with the <laughs> with the iPhone walking. Next time you're in Costco, <laughs> keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> and if you want some attention, if you're feeling lonely in the world. <laughs> You don't even have to record it. You don't have to post it. Just walk with your phone Just up. Hold from... your phone up. <laughs> People will notice you. I promise. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. All right. 
Thanks for another one. Yeah, thanks guys. Like and subscribe. Do all the things. We really appreciate. I mean, we've we don't have a lot of listeners, but the ones that are have been so good, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I I've been blown away at the number of people and people that I never thought would want anything to do with me. Yeah, or our content right. that have been that have been listening. So yeah, I, so nice and so good, and it's. I mean, we kind of did this hoping that. A couple people would listen, but people have been so nice. So we really appreciate all the comments and and everything. So until next time. Until next time. I'm John. I'm Mike. And we're Fat Guys with Smokers. Thanks for listening to the Fat Guys with Smokers podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't forget to tune in for even more nonsense from a couple of bad guys with smokers. Don't forget to like subscribe.